So I never thought I'm going to do a business out of it or I'm going to become a photographer. I was just sort of tricked into it in a way. (laughs) But with the support of my husband, I actually took the next step, Mm -hmm. built a website, put some quite low prices on there. It gave me a boost of confidence too. the show Mom Boss with me, Michelle Hon, and today I have with me Teresa Ollison. She is a Danish portrait photographer now based in Singapore. Um, she has worked as a professional photographer for more than 10 years now and had a successful studio in London, UK before she moved over to Singapore with her family almost two years ago. So tell me, Teresa, how did you get into photography? Uh, it started when I had my first child, mm-hmm. 10 and a bit years ago now. Yeah, I was working a corporate job in Hong Kong, Ooh. 16 hours a day, um, doing something completely different. I was an IT consultant, um, very office job alike, and um, I wasn't very happy in my job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did it because I didn't have kids, so you know, you get up, you need to pay the bills. I had my first daughter and it was very hard for me to leave her at home and work that many hours. Mm. Um, and in Hong Kong, that wasn't the option of going part-time. It's In Europe, if I'd lived there, you do part-time, you do mornings, yeah. you scale it down for a couple of years, but there, it's a bit, you work or you don't work. Yeah, Hong Kong's really uh, hardcore. It's <laughs> hardcore, yeah. And that's what I was told when I went to HR with my part-time suggestion. <laughs> it didn't go down well. Um, so I was thinking uh, what to do because I didn't want to just quit and be home with my child because when you're used to a 16 hour work day mm-hmm. and deadlines and a team and business trips it's, it's it's a very big change to then be at home you feel restless yes so I started I was a bit miserable and my husband bought me a camera because he said at least you can you know, have fun in weekends and I was upset if we didn't get enough pictures of my daughter because mm-hmm. I missed her when I was at oh, work so um, and it was before my iPhone days, you know, people uh, <laughs> only 10 years ago, but not many people have smartphones even that's true. back then, not oh. to the extent that there is today. So we bought a camera and I really liked it. So I started doing a lot of pictures of her and started to like buy editing software because I wanted it to be perfect. Um, I got so much into it that I actually went back from work every day to start editing and look mm. at the pictures and um, still miserable because I went back to work and I didn't like it I missed her and then my husband asked me if I just wanted to quit and um, be at home and this was still in Hong Kong this was still in Hong Kong Um, and it took me a year to decide fully that that's what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. because you study at university you get the job you really want or you think you really want it's a big thing to just quit it um, and I didn't have I, I like my camera but I didn't have another thing already built up mm. uh, then I got pregnant again <laughs> and I decided okay I will quit because I thought two kids at home and I'd never see this um, so yeah it was tough I mm. missed them so um, had my second child and I quit the corporate job mm. and then the camera just took over right because that's snapping yes I took more pictures and I got more into sort of the technical aspect of photography 
because I missed actually I missed working mm-hmm. so I missed the challenge and the learning and the interacting with people so I started just photographing people's kids and friends kids because when you're a new mom you yeah. meet so many new moms yeah. and they're all very grateful if you rock up with a camera and <laughs> you want to yeah. take their picture so I never thought oh, I'm going to do a business out of it or I'm going to become a photographer I was just sort of tricked into it in a way <laughs> I tricked myself into it right um, and uh, it just because I missed the business side of it mm. I started quite quickly to think oh how can I do a Facebook page so mm. I started with a Facebook page then I started doing friends friends kids mm. and people I didn't know still wasn't charging until my husband who's got more of a business brain was like right. you need to you come on your press anymore and you have to pay for yeah, at the time. Exactly, then, because yeah. I probably was actually doing what a business would be doing, right. but just without charging, and you still have expenses. Yeah. So he was paying my expenses, and I was just <laughs> And that's why he was like, Man, yeah. it's not time you charge, otherwise yes. I'm, 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 I'm fueling <laughs> your hobby right here. Yeah. So it was that borderline hobby job, yeah. um, which I think a lot of people are in that in-between mm-hmm. Is this a hobby? Is it a job? Yeah. And because they don't say this is a job, they don't think they're worth charging. Like, they don't want to charge. Correct. They think, oh, I'm not worth it because I haven't studied this. Or I'm yeah. not worth it because I'm not good enough. Mm. And they lack self-esteem. Correct. And I definitely lacked that. So people would still come to me, but I thought, oh, I'm not good enough. Mm. Um, but with the support of my husband, I actually took the next step, mm. built a website, yeah. um, put some quite low prices on there yeah. but it gave me a boost of confidence to actually like this is a charge. legitimate business now because I have a website yes um, and then meanwhile we moved to Singapore actually mm. uh, and I remember the first client paid like $50 and oh. I was I took yeah, a picture of the $50 <laughs> <laughs> because it's a very it's a massive achievement to earn money on something that you created, just you. Mm. I was earning, you know, quite well in a corporate job, but it's a corporate job and I yeah. felt, you know, I'm just doing what they're telling me to do. But this money I really made, I felt that I you earned created it. Yes. It. Yeah. So I, I got the client, I created something she wanted to pay for. So, and then it just built itself up Correct. really with a yeah. bit of hard work and... Mm. <laughs> um, I started doing online courses. Uh, we stayed in Singapore for a while, and then we moved back to London, which is, a, for me, it was a great step in the photography career because okay. UK is amazing for training. Um, there's a lot of one-to-one trainers, workshops. Um, so I just started attending these things like mad um, <laughs> because I was getting to the level where I really wanted to be better. Yeah, and. You can learn so much yourself with a camera, but you need you need lessons and Correct. you need practice, and you need yeah. someone to tell you the rights and yeah. wrongs, and and that's taking. You learn a lot quicker from yes. someone else's yes. mistakes and experience than you absolutely. Learn and you see them. You know, I went to someone's studio and mm-hmm. I spend. It's quite expensive. You do a one-to-one training yeah. day, and it's a lot of money. Yeah. But it paid back tenfold. Yes. And I think that's one of the keys to see where should you invest. Yeah. Um, and I invested in a lot of the wrong things. I, I spent a fortune on props oh, because right. I went straight into baby and new phone photography. Yeah. 
I bought like a million newborn outfits and blankets. <laughs> I've been to and your studio. <laughs> I've been to Ter- I, That's how I met Teresa, really. Uh, she photographed me and she kindly invited myself and my children over her her studio, her home studio, which is beautiful. And it was decked with all these outfits. My kids love it. It's like they I think you probably have more clothes and dresses than Disneyland princess over <laughs> room, you know. It's so yeah. hard. That was a- <laughs> You know the accessory. Yes, it, I, I get a bit obsessed with it, and you know, you start going on all the online shops Ooh, and Etsy, and since your bank of business, like it's fine, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think we all do it, no matter what business you start. Mm. You get carried away with, like in my case, it was props. Mm. If you're a cake maker, you get carried away in like getting all the shapes and that, yeah, like probably, I, yeah. you know, you spend too much money on unnecessary stuff. And the key is to actually build it up with very few things. Right. And then as you're earning, you can spend that money on, on the props. And mm-hmm. don't start spending your husband's money or your savings <laughs> on it. I did that and it was a mistake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, back so to the courses and took courses, did one-to-one training. I signed up with a few sort of professional photography associations where you shoot for competitions, mm. um, which really took me to the next level because, mm. you know, before I would send images to my mum and my family and anything, it's the most amazing portrait they've seen in their life because I did it and it was yeah. like, oh, it's the family. Yeah. <laughs> and it was actually a bit of a, a tough learning curve because I was like, I'm amazing. So I started submitting to competitions, didn't win anything. <laughs> And, um, but you recently won something. Yes, yes. but then I... Because you, you get some knocks in a business mm. and you get a few... There are moments where you think, like, uh, you're the queen of the world, you can do it. Because all your family and friends say that it's amazing. But there are bits, you know, biased. They like you and they want you to be happy. But submitting for these competitions really taught me, no, I'm not at that level yet. Mm, mm. Um, and... Like they purely judge it for the technical aspects, the lighting, the editing, the posing, and I realized, okay, there's a lot here, and I still. Mm. So I signed up for more courses. Yeah. I did a lot of model calls. So as much as I wanted to earn money and get people in as clients, I did that with the stuff I was comfortable doing, mm-hmm. and then I did model calls with where I knew I had to improve. Mm. So I would get like female models in to just pose hands mm. and I would do like five sessions of just practice how to pose oh, someone's wow. hand and so that got me to some winning images in right. this side of it I was sort of doing like smaller wins because you, you put yes. in so much work so it's about time yeah, you know, that so it was um, a bit of encouragement to go yes. on and you get feedback when you submit for a competition you mm. can get feedback and oh. like your image didn't score that high because the lighting was flat or the posing was not strong or so oh, that's very useful yes, yes, it's super so useful so I learned where I should improve mm. and focused on that and uh, it gave me you know and then you start submitting again and mm. I started winning some 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 portraits and that was like a huge mm. compliment right. to myself <laughs> because um, but you sort of when you do it you have to realize you cannot do all model calls and work for free you Correct. still have to pay your expenses yeah so I sort of so you were still fighting flying on the side and then keep yes um, perfecting your craft yes, and learning exactly. more and more and learn more and more so it's it's time management as well yeah. to yeah. to figure out how much time do you want to spend 
learning, learning this and how much time do you want to spend taking on clients that wow, are paying? Wow. And did you find that winning competitions helps um, bring in more businesses? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I didn't... Sh- that wasn't the purpose of the competition. Yeah. First, I thought it was more a credit to myself because and I wanted, wanted to there to know that I was at that level. Yeah. I've always done it. Even at university, yeah. the marks meant a lot to me because yeah. I wanted someone else to say, yeah, it's good enough. Right, okay. And so that's why I started doing competition. I wanted um, to understand. Well, like a self-validation. Yes. Um, so I definitely didn't do it with the with frame of mind of getting, getting the time. award and plaster, no. plaster it on your website. No, no. but then I... It is. It is. Yes, it helped. So I yeah. did plaster because I was proud. <laughs> why not? Put it on social media. <laughs> but... Um, uh, it did help me get more clients. Mm-hmm. Um, some clients still booked me and they had no idea about my awards. It yeah. depends on where you get your clients from. Right. But I realized that I get new clients mm-hmm. that see me uh, because I put that on there and they think, okay, this is what we want. Yeah. And she, it's sort of a credit. She's actually got that level that of professionalism. Mm-hmm. Um, it also helped me to um, put my prices up. Yes, of course. Which is actually a very important step when you do a business mm-hmm. is to realize your pricing because I'm, I was priced myself too low. Yeah. And I just cut even. And it's you spend a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of energy, time away from your family, time away from your friends, um, sleepless nights. Uh, and if you just cut even... It's, it's well it's not a very good business yeah I think this you're still is still doing what you love but you need to charge yeah this is pretty common so, amongst entrepreneurs especially women we don't yeah. like you mentioned earlier we don't feel the the worth or that we 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 feel the imposter syndrome who am I to charge so much yes. right but who yeah. are you not to charge so much right like exactly. you said you have spent all this time and all this effort in learning your craft and, and it's about time you get paid appropriately yes yeah yeah and I think the winning competition images helped me to do that mm, because I was like confidence. yes yeah. hey. because if you're like you get the statistics or you're like this good within the UK mm. you're like called a professional photographer within the UK society of photographers yeah. and I thought well the others that are at that level are charging this much then so I should I be, should be yeah. doing that yeah. so it it helped me yeah. to understand how I should price myself and actually tell people this is that what I charge. All right. And you get people that don't book you because that's what you charge. Yeah, And then you just learn that that's okay. That's okay. And that's just not your, There's your, a your right for client. everyone. Exactly. And especially within photographers, there are people that are just starting out. Mm. They have a Facebook site and they're doing model calls. They're doing their friends for free, which was the stage I was at 10 years ago. Yeah. And of course, they do it for free. They, right. they charge the $50 yeah. I was proud of at yeah. the beginning. And that's also okay. You know, you're at every stage, and you get what you pay for. Business, exactly. Right. And the only thing is, like, which is fine, but within the newborn photography world, there's a lot of people starting out, and mm-hmm. I would recommend to do the training before you start getting a newborn model, and you don't know what you're doing because of the safety. Yeah. The net, you know, the yes. So that's one of my little pets. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like when yeah, people, people do just starting out. Starting out, and they do and a. And they, they don't know how to handle the baby. Yeah. And it's not enough to be a mum and you know how to handle a baby. Correct. Because being a newborn photographer and doing newborn photography is very different than when you're just changing the diaper and breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Um, but with women and men and headshots, 
by all means you can just practice (laughs) and no one is gonna get injured from that and And how did you decide to do portraits like portraits and newborn indoor photography and not like outdoor and um, that's a niche that you I think you you, you're good at and that you picked this niche and how do you decide I sort of it just I was shooting a lot of different stuff in the beginning to find out what I really liked and I I learned that I uploaded the pictures on the computer and I was like they're all close up like oh. every image is close up because I'm drawn to doing the portrait ah. and I just like to do the portrait like it's awesome I'm, I'm imag- like I just go close because mm. I want and I think the beauty is in the face mm. and you can bring hands to the face all that but I thought and I got attracted to showing the person behind the portraits so not just a picture or a snap of someone but sort of to light it in a certain way to get that personality through and show it in the in the image that I create so it just became a little bit more art mm. than just doing pictures um, and I just I really I just love doing portraits and whenever I go out with my kids I do their portraits mm. so my parents are complaining because they say oh we never know where you are because it's just close <laughs> <laughs> up of the kids <laughs> they could be so, they could well be at home yes <laughs> But I'm just, I'm drawn to it. Oh, I see. And I, I enjoy doing portraits of different genres. So newborn, mm. children, adults, um, I shouldn't say old people, so mature people. <laughs> 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 right thing. But, um, like, my mum doesn't mind. I can call her an old lady. But she, she has a lot of lifelines, mm. a lot of experience that mm. shows in her face. And, um, and I you love find that beautiful to like yes. bring those out. I love it because she comes to visit and she doesn't mind that we do a picture without makeup, without styling, and it's just showing her as she is. Mm. Um, and I wish more people would sometimes do that. Mm. Um, I love my makeover sessions. Yes, um, I, I'm very into them at the moment. Yeah. The ladies they come in, they have the hair and the makeup, and it's just bringing out. It's going from stay-at-home mum mm. I have a lot of stay-at-home mums they come in they have the makeup and it's like this model <laughs> walking right. down yes. the door but at the same time I love the raw um, no makeup just being you especially on people in their 60s 70s 80s mm. I would love to find someone in the 90s who would be up for it um, so I just like to do different stuff in within portraiture I see. and then I still do the newborns it's just a very different style mm. and it's just lovely to hang out with the new mums and yeah, you know, <laughs> take the pressure <laughs> off them because yeah. you never get good pictures of yeah. your newborn baby. You're super stressed and hormonal. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just nice to go to someone and you know, you're going to get a selection yeah, of nice yeah. images. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and it's a keepsake. Yes. And the photographs that you, you you photograph of me and my children, I, I, I always imagine that, you know, like, you know those old photographs that Eventually, if I'm like passed on, and my yeah, children it's showing their children, and look, you know how beautiful grandma yes. once was. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's very nice, and I do. I've had a few. Um, it's just three, timeless. I like that. Yes, it's timeless. It's timeless, and I, I always encourage people to bring in the generations, mm. like because I, I charge for a session, and it doesn't matter who people bring. So they can bring the grandmother, they can bring the granddad, the great grandmother. And I think it's very important to not charge for that because it's a gift to the family. Mm. And I think it's the most beautiful portrait is a four generation. Like, yes. 
I had one with a four-generation ladies with a newborn baby girl and the mum, the grandmother. And it's just that picture is going to mean everything. Mm. I mean, it's for the great-grandmother, she was like, she was in tears. When she yeah, <laughs> you know, because it's some of that baby. And that baby grow will grow up and yeah. may not remember the great-grandmothers. Yes. And for the generations in between, it's that moment when they're all there. They were together. Yes. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. So I love doing stuff like that. Oh. Something that gives a meaning to yeah. to that family. And, and is that what keeps you going in the business as well? Yeah. Like, because that's your big why to, yes. to give that moment. Exactly. That, that, that really that is my big why. Other is, people. Is to give people the, mm-hmm. the confidence. Like to, to complete what they're coming in for. So mm-hmm. if... If a mom or a lady is coming in to just create some beautiful portraits because she hasn't worn makeup for six months mm-hmm. and um, she quit her job and she's at home with the kids and she loves it and it's her choice, she's happy with it, but to just have that one day mm-hmm. where she comes without her children, has the makeup, Time and as you said, I have all the dresses in the studio, we just play dress up, yeah. <laughs> and that's what she comes for, and it yeah. completes me to give her that yeah that and experience that experience and she will still she loves herself as she is she'll go home take the makeup out be with the kids and be happy but she would have a series of beautiful portraits yeah. to just you know show to her kids when they're older or give to her husband yeah. send to the mom <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's a nice gift to give yeah. to someone great thank you yeah. <laughs> thank you and thank you for no taking the photo for us as well oh my I should also mention Teresa is a mother of four so how do you do it <laughs> okay I'm mean, you know also right first of you were successful now um then two years ago more than two years ago in London and then you wrap up your business Yes. and your family and you moved to Singapore again how was it like starting anew in a different country um you start from scratch. You, you know your skills. Yeah. You know what you can do. Yeah. But you need to build up the client base again. Yeah. Um, and then you also realize which skills you don't have. Mm-hmm. So I can photograph. I can edit. I can post people. Um, create these portraits. But I was like, marketing, marketing. <laughs> I don't <laughs> have to get out marketing. of people. Right. Yes. And it's a skill that I just never developed like I studied something completely different I um, so it was back to drawing board figuring how do I get people through the door because in London how did just, you learn um, marketing courses no, right, I signed up yes I was like you can either pay someone to do it or you can learn mm. and I think when you have to make this decision you have to see what skill is it I need to I, I need here mm. would it be beneficial to learn it and definitely yes marketing no matter what business people start yeah. learn your marketing yes. like you don't have to be a pro but don't outsource it Correct. because the minute you can't afford the outsourcing your clients stop yeah. so you need to understand a little bit about social media marketing yeah. you need to understand basics on the website search engine stuff you don't have to be a pro but if you keep paying it dies out the minute you start yeah. paying. I totally agree. Like we should eventually outsource if you can. Yes. But before you outsource, before you hire someone to do it, you should know the fundamentals. Yes. Just so that you know what they're doing and get the best out of the person you're outsourcing yeah. to. Yeah. Um. So I built my website, the first one, very basic, and I realized I, I need a better one. 
Mm-hmm. I outsourced it. Mm-hmm. I thought I don't need to learn how to code. Yeah, I don't need to learn. At least you know that what you need yes. there is 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 presenting, exactly. and that they're doing the right thing for you. Yes. And before we start, we also mentioned about uh, we also talked about um, what you think is the most important thing when it comes to um, building a business from home. And you mentioned is building a, a, a professional network. So yes, I think uh, I think it's very important because. Business at home is a lonely business, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's many days where you're not dealing with people, <laughs> or you may deal with them online or yeah. emails, phone calls. But my time with the client is very little compared to the time that I spend on that client. Yeah. So I'm preparing uh, all the information I need. That's just an email or maybe a phone call. But the client wish the time we're shooting yeah. could be an hour, two hours, yeah. and they're out the door. Mm-hmm. And I'm back to my computer, my files, my editing, my cup of tea in the cat in the corner. <laughs> and it's, it's a lonely world sometimes. So having a network, I think you need two networks. You need your girlfriends. Mm. So you need to be able to call someone and let's go for a coffee and just not chat business, but yes. just give, give you some happy moments. Uh, some break. Yeah. yeah, a break. Have yeah. fun. Um, just do something to yourself. Yeah. Like, for yourself and not to get stuck into only doing business at mm-hmm. home and um, take your time take that one hour to go for a walk mm-hmm. with your neighbor mm-hmm. um, and then you need the other network which is your professional network and I built a very good one online um, it's worked for me yeah. it's uh, there's a lot of photographers in the UK because I got to know them when I lived there yeah um, we're always online on messenger oh, okay. um, if we have questions for each other um, so they're my friends, but some of them I never met. Oh, okay. So we still discuss like girly stuff and oh, husbands yeah. and kids and yeah. all that. Yeah. But I would say ninety percent of it is, oh, I I'm not ranking on Google. How uh, do you do it? Yeah. And then there was, oh, okay, let me try and Google you. Okay, you're not ranking on my Google. Okay. So what I did is X Y Z. Right. Um, and my friend sent me a list of this is what worked for me. Uh. And it's free advice. She said, oh, I just spent two months getting into this, and I'm learning from her. And it's right. free, and she's doing me a favor, and in return, like, it's not she would have other time, questions, but she would have a question, like, how did you break it into the women beauty stuff? Because mm. she's doing a lot of newborns, and I'll right. be like, oh, this, 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 yeah, and try yeah. that in your area. Um. So having that professional network where you can bounce off ideas... Um, even how to deal with clients. Um, Sometimes you just need someone to rent, right? Some, oh someone God, to say, how, how do I do this? How do I get more bookings? How yeah. do I deal with an unhappy client? How yeah. do I and these are just all my photographer friends are also yeah. just mums. Yeah. It's bad to say just mums, mm. but there are people that consider themselves, oh, we were just mums, we started a business. Yes. But they may have had a past life in marketing. They may have had a past life in night banking. Yeah. And the numbers, I'm not good with numbers, so I have my number friend. I'm like, <laughs> how, how do I do this accounting? And I realized it's not my strong side. I'm going to outsource it. So mm-hmm. I'm paying an accountant. Right. Because the time that I spend doing my spreadsheets, and it's I not bringing do my joy and earn money and pay for the accountant. And right. it doesn't give me joy. That's true. But my number friend in the UK was like, Teresa, you're never going to be good at this. <laughs> advice like that you mm. need from this network mm. and you don't have to pay for a network there's a lot but of how, 
for like mom who is starting out but how do you meet them though how do you build uh, oh I spend a lot of time on Facebook okay. finding there's a lot of Facebook groups ah, and you literally just groups. do I was in the UK I was lonely when we arrived I didn't know anyone yeah. I had my business from Singapore and into the up there so I just go on Facebook Photo Mums UK ah. and lo and behold there was a group called Photo Mums UK <laughs> <laughs> and then You know, I don't and then you start like that, and, and like then someone comments, and you start a DM, exactly. and you build relationships. It's a bit that. like net, you go to a networking event, and sometimes you don't gain anything. It's not you. You yeah. don't click, mm. or you go and you find that one person, yeah, who's like, oh, yeah, I mean, mm. and I know so and so, and it starts trickling down. Mm. And I find whatever business you're in, trickling down is key. You find someone, know someone, mm. get you in this group. Um, And uh, yeah, don't yeah. be afraid to ask for help. Approach people. Like yeah. in this group, there was one lady. She was commenting all the time, helping me out on like the group comments. So I sent her a friend request, and I said, "Sorry, I'm a stalker. You know, <laughs> you, you look nice. Yeah. Do you mind if I message you offline?" Mm. And she was like, "Oh, that's great." Yeah. And now we're like best, <laughs> best online best friends. Online friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, so use use your elbows yeah. a bit. Yeah. You know, it's it's just like any other network group. You need to you need to push yourself yeah. forward. Yeah. So, like people who go pay to go to conferences, right? They they're serious. So you're not just meeting yes. with yeah. They're very serious and they're willing to help. Mm. And I don't think you should see competitors as competitors. You need to see them as friends mm. because if they're on your side, you benefit. Mm. You both benefit. Yeah. If you start being oh my, she's copying me, or I'm not telling her this little secrets or nugget of good knowledge, share. Yeah, I gain so much more from sharing than being oh I'm not gonna tell yeah. you this or I'm not gonna oh I'm I know this course is really good it's what you need but I'm not gonna tell you because you <laughs> and there's a lot of that in any industry yeah and don't be blind it's not all good friends and all helping each other there's everything out there yeah but I think you should just enter the world with the frame of mind that I'm happy to help correct and here in Singapore I have a it's a small group but a good photographer friends that if I can't do a shoot I'll tell the client you know I'm not here but look at these three people's portfolio mm -hmm. see who you like and contact them yeah um You help them; they help me. Correct. It's yeah. Don't start being. Oh, I'm not. There's customers for everyone. There's a for right everyone. fit for everyone. For everyone. And just go in with this abundance mindset yes. and not scarcity mindset. And it doesn't matter which industry yeah. you're in. I think helping each other grow yeah. and it's so important. And it fulfills you because you you go around with a happy mind and not with like oh it's so and so down the street set up a business copying yeah. me and there's a lot of that correct yeah and, and if you know your stuff and you you know that you've got value and this this is not important what everybody else no. is doing just stay in your own lane and just exactly. do your own right thing yeah yeah and help everyone else yes and and you're happier in the community than being alone definitely <laughs> definitely and there's a lot of lonely hours so just fill them with Repeat friends and friends. look at them as colleagues. Yeah. No, they're not in your company, but yeah, who you know. Yeah, thank you very much for that, Teresa. No That's worries. lovely sharing, and I'm sure that How a lot of audience finds inspiration and um, and ideas. And I hope that you enjoy this episode as well. And if you do, please share with your friends. Just 
hit the share button below. Thank you very much. Thanks for inviting me. Bye-bye.